is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Before I get to this theory, I'm really excited to share with you and... It's only the first part of the theory I'm laying out today because I still have a lot of work to do on it. But before we get there, I just want to um, encourage you, for those that didn't listen last week, I've announced a new segment for the show which is going to start next week or the week after. um, And it's basically called Life in Utopia. It's a segment where it seems to me that a lot of Americans, or a good chunk of you, are at least open to the idea of socialism. Bernie Sanders got a, quite a chunk of the primary vote. And it's a segment where you can get in touch with me, you can get in touch with me on social media. Uh, Twitter, it's Freedom's, Freedom Disciple. Facebook, it's Freedom's Disciple. Or through my website, www.freedomsdisciple.com. And you can say, hey, my friend has this idea, or I heard this and the idea, Bernie, it sounds okay. What's it actually like in reality? Because some things sound great in theory, and in reality they become a nightmare. So I want you, and I encourage you, if you've got a question, get involved. I have, I've had a few already, um, which I'm excited to deal with, um, and we're going to start dealing with them. But it's just a way for you to get involved, and if you want to know what life is like under socialist rule or in utopia, drop me a message, and I, I'll do my best to get to your questions each and every week. And... The segment will run as long as you want it to. Um, as long as there's questions to address, I will I will answer it. And I hope it gives you ammunition to talk to your friends and your family. So what's this theory I've been working on? Well, I've been looking at elections. And I've been looking at politics. And there's a train of thought over the last 15, 20 years. And it's... In many reasons, why the progressives are winning and other people are losing. And that is because of biology. What? John, biology? What has biology got to do with politics? Let me explain. There are three parts to your human brain. And they all start with the smallest the smallest part of your brain is also the oldest. And that part of your brain is called the reptilian brain. And it's right at your, at your neck, at your spinal cord. And this controls the body's main functions. It controls your heart rate. It controls your temperature. Everything like that. However, this part of your brain is also responsible for things like self-defense, protection, self-preservation. And because of that, it has certain mechanicisms in it that has like aggression and repetitive behavior. This is the oldest part of the brain and it's in many animals. And the reason this is important, it's like, why does an animal strike, you know, like a snake? 
why does it, it attack when it feels threatened or it wants to get something to eat? So it controls repetitive behavior because as it fights, it learns, okay, that's a good thing to do, that's not a good thing to do, and it, it teaches repetitive behavior. The next part of your brain is over the reptilian part of your brain, and it's called your limbic brain. And this is a part of your brain which deals with your feelings, your emotions, your memories, your motivations, and your arousals, what you like and what you don't like. This is the part of the brain that has no language. It's like the reptilian part. It does not understand language. So let me give you a couple examples. I'm sure each and every one of you have had situations in your life where at work or in your personal life or in any other situation where everything is telling you to act a certain way. All the facts, the figures, the popular opinion is saying, you must do this. Whether it's investing, whether it's buying something, whether it's just making a decision in work, moving job. And everything says, do it or don't do it. But your good feeling says, no, I just shouldn't. It's the opposite to the facts and the figures. That part of your body is your limbic brain talking to you. It's saying, "Eh, just not right. Another example. And I encourage you to do this. Because I've done this as I've been talking to people about this. And I even did it to my mother. I was like, so why did you love my father? Why, tell me why you love my father. He was funny. We had this eye connection. He was, he was really friendly. He, we had this spark. We just knew it instantaneously. He was hardworking. He was funny. Okay, great. And as I said to her, okay, great. You just described your dog, buddy. You had eye connection. You had this spark. You loved him from the thing. He was a hard worker. Try it with your friend or a partner. Why do you love Why do you love them? You will come up with every reason and then understand that you could be describing your son, your daughter, your best friend, a dog. The reason is the limbic part of your brain does not do language. So when you're asked, why do you love someone? Love is just love. It's an emotion. But your body tries to quantify it and explain, well, I love them because they have a great sense of humor. You've also heard the sayings, oh, well, you know, they're, they're a fiery redhead, or they lead with their heart, or they, they follow, they just follow their gut. It's a good instinct. Those are not rational sayings. They're just sayings that we use. That's not true. What they are doing is they are people who lead with their limbic brain, how they feel. And there's the third part of the brain, and that's called a neocortex. And this is the rational thinking part of your brain. It deals with human language, so it can understand it. It deals with abstract thought, imagination, dreams, hopes, consciousness, intellectual tasks, impulse control. So anything that you want to do, when I'm talking on radio, I'm using my neocortex. I'm trying to give you principles and values. When you do your everyday job, whether it's a bus driver or accountant or teacher, you're all using your neocortex part of your brain. Now, there's something that we need to understand as well. When we use curses, bad language, foul language, whichever word you want to use, and we insult people, 
we are creating an emotional state and it fills the space between thoughts and ideas. So this is the, all the biological fact. So what has this got to do with politics? This all sounds great, John, but where are you going with politics? Well, I, I was doing some research and some self-reflecting on, on things, on policies, and, and trying to plan for future shows. And when we talk to people, we're trying to simul- stimulate synapses in the brain. We're trying to get a, a response whether it's an emotional response or whether it's from the limbic brain or whether we're trying to fire the synapses in the neocortex when you know when you talk about the constitution when you talk about you know a tax policy when you talk about a bill in congress you're trying to hopefully you're trying to fire the neocortex to try and get a reasoned response based on logic well that tax policy won't work because if you increase taxation people will have less spending money people won't spend and you'll cause a potential recession so you know something like that whereas if you reduce taxes um you know people will have more um income people might spend more and then you'll stimulate the economy they are all neocortex responses look at the left and the progressives in both parties in america look at and ask yourself what part of the brain are they trying to stimulate the war on women well the war on women all the facts you know the Lily Ledbetter Act there are all these things that I could talk to you about and we did a couple of weeks ago on the war on women where all these facts and figures and opinions counter the narrative that's out there about the war on women but yet they're not trying to hit your neocortex part of your brain they're trying to hit you your limbic part where you don't know language you don't use facts and reason and logic you use emotion the same thing with equality and fairness it's not based in fact and logic and reason it's based on emotion because you're against fairness and equality but it doesn't go just for the left and the democrats the right also use this no child left behind so you're against the bill you want children to be left behind that's not a logical response that's an emotional response the patriot act are you telling me so you're against the patriot act so you must automatically be unpatriotic right these are all based to get you and gain an emotional response now look at donald trump whether you like this now i'm not saying this is a bad thing or not i'm just saying this is the biology fact of what he's doing look at some of the positions about him i will make america great again which part of the brain is do you think he's trying to hit when he says something like that look at the common thread through many of his supporters from day one i'm angry I don't like what's happening to my country. Which part of the brain are they talking from? Look at some of his policies. The wall. I'm going to build a wall and Mexico's going to pay for it. Do you think that's expecting, when you say that, are you expecting a rational reasoned response? Or are you expecting an emotional response, which so many people want to say, you're damn right we're going to build a wall. 
Remember the time where there was that little issue between him and the Mexican former president when he's like, and the wall just got 10 foot higher? Is that looking for a response from your neocortex? Or is it talking, yeah, you're damn right, I got 10 foot higher. <laughs> and if you keep talking, it might get 20 foot higher. That's not a logical or reasoned response. That's an emotional response. I would ask you to look at politicians on all sides, whether you like them or not, and ask, what synapses are they trying to hit in your brain? Are they trying to hit logic and reason? Or are they trying to hit your limbic brain, which is all emotion and does not understand language? I would ask you then just to look at society. What do we value in society today? Is it coming from our neocortex or is it coming from our limbic brain? Because remember, our limbic brain is responsible for arousals. What, are, what is considered popular and you know, worthy in society today? We all want more money. We all want more power. We all want more material objects. You know, look at, and I'm not demeaning this, I'm not saying this in a demeaning way, by the way, but you saw the other day, I think it was Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, one of the days during the week, Apple unlaunched a new Apple 7. They all wanted it. It's all the fame going for that new object, that new shiny Apple phone, even though some of the people who have it probably have an Apple 6 or whatever the model was before it. Look at all the things. We all want fame. We want fortunes. We want all our dealings online. We should talk about our feelings. You know, people. it's amazing the amount of people who message me privately and go, <laughs> you do realize your boss glands a sellout, right? What part of your brain do you think you're talking from there? Now, going forward, you have two choices to make. And it will be different for each and every one of you. And it's the same for politics and for life. You can either look at this, the road you're on where you're becoming very limbic brain thinkers, where you're basing everything on emotion and not in facts and reason. And you can go, I'm okay with that. I think that's, yeah, I'm, I have no problem with that society. I have no problem with Donald Trump saying I'm going to build a wall and him trying to hit the limbic part of your brain, them synapses. Well, then, the one thing you need to understand is when you get there, and that's the society you are okay with living in, well, you have to realize that there's a chance people might lie. And each and every, if you're talking politics, each and every election, you have to have the right person with the right policies to hit that limbic brain. It will all be potentially style over substance. That is a risk you take when you have that. In your life, it means, do you really want to be emotional creatures? Because people will just be irrational. When, you don't, when your brain does not understand the logic and reason, people can get emotional for reasons that don't make sense. Or you have the other option. And this is the part I'm trying to think of. Because this will be the side I would stand on. Limbic brain thinking is great. After all, limbic brain, our limbic brains is what makes us and makes us different from a robot. You know, if we all just talk with our neocortex and logic and reason, well, then we would be a robot. 
I don't want, I think the limbic brain is incredibly important. However, I do believe we need to have a balance. Logic, reason, with reason firmly grasped in its seat. But we also need to have the emotion connected to it. I don't know how we get to that point where logic and reason makes a comeback. I wanted to share this theory with you today just to lay out the start of it, of the the, the biology side of politics and of the world today, that we are becoming limbic brain thinkers. Do you see this as a problem? If not, then you're totally good. If you do, I'm going to try and find ways to address this and try and stem the tide and push it back so that it's a more healthy balance. But I would encourage you to, when you look at people, when you look at politicians, when you look at the media, ask yourself a question, just critically thinking, you know, see a report on something. Are they trying to stimulate my neocortex or are they trying to stimulate my limbic brain? I don't know. Maybe this is something you found interesting. I found this incredibly interesting researching it. I watched a video and something just hit and then I researched a bit more and a bit more and a bit more. It's incredibly fun reading a report that you understand about 50% of the words. Um, That's about what I understood in the biology because they used lots of big words. But it was fun. And I'm going to try and... This is a framework I'm going to try and add on in future shows. But I just wanted to share with you today. I hope today's show has... It's been a roller coaster for me. Um, Lots of emotion. Remembering a horrific event, but also remembering the great parts of it. To Mark Levin, to to your brain and biology. Um, I would really appreciate it. Um, I appreciate you listening in every week and, and sharing this show. I'm trying to make things different. I don't know if you've seen a pattern over the last two, three, four, six weeks of making the show different. We're going in a different direction, which I'm really excited about. I hope you've found it useful. Please consider sharing it with your fam- with your family, your friends, people at work. If there's parts that you want to share, even the short parts, um, which we make available as well. They're free. They're on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. I really appre- appreciate your support. Um, until next week, America, I hope you have a wonderful, peaceful, relaxing week. And I hope you do some self-reflection tomorrow on 9-11. As always, we finish this show the way we always do, by saluting your police, your firefighters, your emergency personnel, and your vets. They are the real heroes in society. They risk it all for each and every one of us, each and every day. And lastly, I salute you, the great American people. Things are tough. Sometimes hope is not in abundance. But I am a firm believer in what the Tocqueville said. America is great because of your people. Never forget that and be part of the next great American generation. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network.